What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engage Heaven today. I am Pastor James Levesque. want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day. I know this Wednesday edition went up a little bit late, but we're here. February 15th, God said, Matthew chapter 15, verse 9, says, In vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Matthew 15, 9. When people go around claiming God told them to do something or saying God said all the time, it's like a close conversation. It's manipulative and leaves no room for discussion. It acts like a final verdict. Many people have been deceived by those who throw around God's name like that, and it leaves them hurt. Then, for whatever reason, God gets the bad rap for it. The most dangerous part about that is when God really does say something, those who were previously deceived have a hard time hearing it. They miss it. They lose faith in their expectation for God to move. Many people are angry at God for what someone else did in God's name, but it really isn't God who hurt them. If this has happened to you, put aside your hurt long enough to see who God really is and how much he loves you. He's never broken a promise to you or led you astray. Ask him to help you work through your mistrust, the chip on your shoulder towards church, towards him, towards others, misguided Christians. Has it happened to you and how do you work through it? Look, the truth is a lot of people are doing ridiculous things in God's name. And I realized that a long time ago. The people I know in my life that really do hear from God don't say God said every day. The people that throw around God telling them and visiting them, they're usually just not hearing from God. But yet we live in a day. Look, if you're alive today, you're going to live in this double world because there is a sublet of Christianity that's not really that authentic. That's very fluff and very fleeced and very like, you know, just part of the flesh. But discernment, that's why I'm, you know, beginning this writing a book on discernment. It's so key. Because hearing God's voice is the most essential thing we can do. When I really desired a word from God, and there's nothing wrong with that, we should want a word from heaven. I remember years ago, these prophets would come to churches and everybody would in their heart secretly hope to get a word from God and maybe I'll get called out. Maybe he'll give me a word over my life, you know, these kind of things. And I began to think a long time ago, if I hear from God, like learn how to hear his voice, then I'm not going to be in a position where I'm desperate to try to like get a word, right? I love prophecy. I welcome it. Somebody gave me a word today that really touched my life. But the reality is I learned a long time ago that if I listen to God and I learn to hear his voice, because I believe every one of you were wired to hear God's voice. If I learn to hear from God, then I'll never be at a lack of wondering what the father's doing. And so here's the deal. He's going to speak to you through his word. That's the foundation beginning of what God wants to speak to you through. And then he's going to speak to you through his now word, right? There is a moment, a Kairos time. There is a moment in life where God wants to speak to you, right? Through his word, of course. He's never going to contradict his word. But when you understand the nature of God, it opens up your vocabulary to many ways that he wants to speak to you. And so, you know, there's a lot of people right now, there's a whole lot of Christians hurt, Every day I'm, I hear stories of it. Yesterday, I'm talking to somebody that was about to enter a business transaction with a pretty busted up Christian. I'm like, have they been free? Like, you got to be careful who you link your life with. Because that kind of pain, especially when you get like hurt towards the church or angry at presence driven culture, you know, this kind of stuff, it only backfires, right? I don't care what move of God you were a part of 40 years ago. Are you loving Jesus today? Because... Most of life is just staying beautiful. When I see fathers in my life, like Dr. Brian Simmons and others, and I look at their life, I look how they loved people, and I look how they've given grace throughout their life, and I'm just like, dude, life is one big offense that you just can't fall into. 
because every day you're going to have pressure. Every day there's going to be temptation to discredit people, to get frustrated with people, to get angry at God. For real. I mean, how many people you know have been hurt by prophetic words that didn't come to pass? Well, does that mean God doesn't speak? No. I value his voice no matter how messed up his children are. I value God. And that's the beautiful thing you have to learn. I remember doing a podcast recently with Rita Springer. It was incredible. You can go back and listen to it. I did the second part of a, a series called Bad Behavior on her podcast a few months ago. And one thing I've I asked her, because she was so hurt by the church, so hurt by charismatic Christianity, her dad came to her one day as a little girl and said, Daddy has a cold called cancer, and you're going to pray for me, and I'm going to be healed. Well, that's a lot of pressure to throw on a young girl. And so when her dad did die, and then her mother did die of these same exact things, that really rocks your world. When you're a little girl and your dad said, you think of him as this God figure, and he tells you, you're going to see me healed, and it doesn't happen, she now wonders if her prayers are even worth anything or if God hears her. And I remember asking her, through all the crap that she's been through, all the crud that she's seen in life, how did you stay like loving Jesus and pure? And she said, from a little girl, she realized like there was God and then there were people and they weren't God. Man, that's a that's a lot of wisdom to figure out when you're a young girl. There was God, there was people and they weren't God, meaning people would fail her. And she had the maturity as a young girl to go. Yeah, I know you love Jesus, but you're not him. I mean, how many adults need to learn that lesson today? And if we did, we wouldn't be judging people so hard. We wouldn't be putting God on trial for the things we don't understand. We would understand that he is perfect. And I want to understand his ways, not humans' ways. And I want to hear his voice. And I know he's wired us to hear his voice. And that makes me want to lean into the really healthy place of God said. That's it for today. Thank you, as always, for tuning in with Engage Heaven today. We're out.